0: Hello everybody, I am going to make these episodes a bit shorter for right now. I know that when I was in high stress, when I am in high stress, especially during my personal season of having little capacity for anything more than surviving, (laughs) I was hungry uh, to hear things, but I couldn't focus for very long. Most things were, were too much. And at the same time, I was incredibly restless. So folks would send me, here's a YouTube video of this person talking, and it would be 40 minutes long, and I I couldn't, I couldn't even open it because it was just too much. But I was still restless. I still wanted, even now, I feel the same thing. I, I want to hear things, but I don't have a lengthy capacity. Um, <laughs> I can feel a little bit like I'm on an 80s anti-drug commercial. This is your brain. This is your brain on stress. <laughs> I don't know if that was eggs sizzling or somebody urinating. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this is what stress does, right? Um, but it is true. Stress, it, it shrinks our brains. Our capacity becomes limited. We we simply can't take on as much as we, as we could when we weren't as stressed. We can't do as much. We can't think as much. Um... It's just not feasible and that's okay. Um, so I thought I'd center this message around that theme. It's it's okay, what's, what's going on in your brain, it's okay. You're okay in the midst of this. Uh, when things go so far off course that a little nudge can't get things back on track, whether it's individually in our own personal space or like what's going on now, collectively, this isn't a little nudge. If we all just work just a 1% harder, everything will get on track. That's that's not going to happen. This is going to be a bit longer term than that. And there's a lot more complexity and variable uh, to the whole process. So there's definitely something uh, to be said for taking it slower, going with your own uh, rhythms. And, and it's okay that you're not getting as much done you know, in trauma events, we, you know, we see it in, in movies, but we've also experienced this where everything seems to slow down into slow motion. And that's a little bit how we feel, like we're we're running through molasses or something. Our bodies aren't moving as quickly. Our minds don't feel as sharp. And and we find that either things have lost all their humor or it's almost an his like an almost hysterical level of of funny for something that either wasn't that funny or is insanely dark or um, it'll last a moment and then everything will feel not funny again. It's a a very strange uh, thing when when stress takes over our brains. And we we might find ourselves questioning everything, you know, um, especially our worth. In these moments, our inadequacies might feel magnified, and our ability to overcome them—the ways that we're typical, you know—we typically can overcome feeling a little bit inadequate, inadequate, right? right our typical diversions and distractions—they're either not available or they're just not effective right now. It's like we're stuck in quicksand, and it's a quicksand of of shame and worthlessness. And what do we do in quicksand? <laughs> okay, so. I've never really been stuck in quicksand and I really don't even know anybody in my life who has been, uh, only the metaphorical kind, but I've seen all the, the same types of things that you've heard and seen usually through cartoons (laughs) what are we supposed to do in quicksand? Um, and what I've heard is, you know, you don't, you don't flail your arms and kick your legs and, and fight against the pull. You relax, you lay back, you float you take a deep breath and you become still and, and that is what we need to be doing kind of riding these waves and there will be waves there will be waves of insecurity and fear and inadequacy and grief grief in ways that we've just never really known or understood um, it's gonna be pal- palpable in 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 all of our conversations um, you know, and sometimes these waves are going to crash and, and they might be devastating and in ways that we, we can't control. It's just beyond our ability to, to manage and to do something that fixes it. The best we can do is kind of roll with it and that doesn't feel good. It feels like we should be able to do something more, which if you remember back to when we talked about grief... That's part of the whole grief process, is this, I've got to do something, and then, oh, there isn't anything. Ah, Oh, and that breathing in and breathing out and coming to acceptance. And I can hear some of you saying, but Lisa, I can't get anything done, and you're telling me just to give up and not do these things. All these things I'm accustomed to doing that have to be done. People depend on me. I hear friends. Who are able to do more than I am right now and then you think what's wrong with me why can't I do all these things oh and I just want to give you all a hug I hear you I do I am and I'm not suggesting that we all collectively stop I'm suggesting that we breathe and we do less and we focus and we allow ourselves to be released from our expectations That right now are just unreasonable and unnecessary and some of those expectations are not just unnecessary now we're gonna find that you know they're really not necessary any of the time we'll modify there will be things that come out of this will that will help us to modify what we expect of ourselves on a regular basis but for right now it is a lot of Releasing ourselves from the expectations that we should be able to do all the things that we were able to do a month ago. When I was in my 20s and first battling against my own tide of unworthiness, that heaviness and burden that just felt like I I suck. <laughs> I'm awful. No one's ever going to love me. I'm I'm not as good as anybody else. I had to unhinge myself from the notion that I was only worthy if I could do all the things or be all the ways or fulfill all the needs. I, I imagined myself as extremely nothing as possible. This is what I did to to help myself and unhinge it. There wasn't it was like the extreme sense of it. There was nothing lovely about me, or there was no like there was nothing I could do to make myself prettier or more attractive or desirable. Um, there was no livelihood or ability to perform. So I would put myself in this extreme space, and I would say, "Okay, if I was naked in a desert, because that to me was like the epitome of there's nothing to cling to. There's there's nothing that i'm just shriveled <laughs> and spent and dehydrated and yeah and i had to ask myself in that moment would i be any more or less worthy than i am in in that space and in the answer if i was going to believe what i said i believed the answer was no right i i believed that there was nothing that would make me more loved or less loved in any moment so even shriveled up naked in a desert with nothing I could do nothing I could put on myself to make myself look better or be more um, palatable to the eyes (laughs) I was equally as worthy then as if I were to have all the things and so I would do these mental exercises and and there's some of that that might be helpful now, even if that doesn't get done. You're okay. Even if you can't do that, you're okay. You're no more or less worthy in the getting it all done or the not getting it all done. And then you know, you kind of come to the thought, of, but but I have responsibilities, yes. We have responsibility. In the midst of my deepest, darkest survival mode season, I had four really young kids who, who needed me. They needed to eat. They needed to internalize their worth. They needed to learn how to be kind to themselves and to each other. And, but anything beyond those priorities were set aside. I sifted life through that grid. And I cried a lot in the shower, and I reminded myself that kids don't need to eat every meal as a hundred percent nutritious if they get adequate nutrition over a three-day period of time, they're going to be okay all <laughs> right I, And I looked at them full in the face, at least a few times a day and smiled at them as if they were the only person on earth. Even if my insides in that moment were shriveled and aching and uncertain. I didn't try to be present with them every moment. But if they would come to me in a a moment, mommy, mommy, I would lift myself up and pour every bit of energy that I had through my face and out into towards that, that child. And then they would toddle off or go off into their own space again and I would collapse, and I still cried a lot in the shower, <laughs> and I still, and I took a lot of naps. I didn't do those things because they made me more worthy; they were things that helped me fulfill my responsibilities. But I had to prioritize what are my responsibilities, right? And these new waves coming, you know, in 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 my life through all of this shared collective kind of survival space that we're all, this this big stress and complexity that we're all experiencing, it reveals the inadequacies of my parenting and my educating and my nutritioning, <laughs> my routining over the years. I didn't get a lot of things right. And I'm, and I'm seeing and feeling in, in new ways how I've missed the mark over over the years all over the place. So even now when those inadequacies circle around me like vultures, I remind myself, naked in the desert. And then I decide what, what is my priority in this moment, in this situation? What can I do in this moment that's going to be honoring to both myself and to those to whom and for whom I am responsible? I have to show up in moments, but I don't have to show up all the time. Every moment is not dependent on us showing up. Some moments are dependent on us not showing up a moment ago so that we can show up in this moment. So take care of yourselves, my friends. We have to keep reminding ourselves over and over that even now, We are seen and known and loved and celebrated and unconditionally accepted. Even when our brains are shrinked shrinked in, (laughs) when the stress is high, when we can't think straight or focus for very long. So be gentle with yourselves. Go slowly, breathe. And until next time, goodbye.